Shea butter and popcorn. <laughs> okay, let's start the show. Shea butter and popcorn, the final season. Let's get it. 最終シーズンの Shea butter and popcorn. Sit back, relax, and listen. Friday's gonna have you glistening. Get ready for a real good vibe. Shea butter and popcorn. Now live. Welcome to Shea butter and popcorn with Paj and Chels, season five, episode two. Shea Butter and Popcorn is the podcast where your neighborly film fanatics review our favorite films and shows. This is where real life and cinema intersect. My name is Chelsea, a.k.a. Chels, singer, actor, blog, blogger, podcaster, and all-around movie lover. And it's your girl, Tajiana, also known as Taj, actor, director, lover of Black stories, Black narratives, Black everything. Welcome, or welcome back, y'all. <laughs> yes, this is going to be so fun. Like we said uh, last week, it's the final season, and we're just going to have a whole bunch of fun reviewing all our favorite films and shows and recapping and just having the time of our lives, y'all. Going out with a bang, you feel me? Bang, 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 bang. So, yes, uh, episode two is about butt-kicking women. It's all the rage. Who doesn't like seeing women do their thing? Come on now. Fighting the establishment. I sure do. Please. Yes. Yes. Okay. Correct. Um, so let's get into it. For me, first up is a limited series, Mayor of Easttown 2021, directed by Craig Zobel, available on HBO Max. This is so, so excellent. 94% rating on Rotten Tomatoes, 94% by Google users equally. So, hey, really good show. Um, over the span of seven episodes, we have Mayor Sheehan, an office police investigator. Um a police officer, <laughs> investigator, who is in a small Pennsylvania town and investigates a brutal murder as she tries to keep her life from falling apart. I love this limited series. I just thought it was really, really well done. Kate Winslet leads this ensemble cast along with um, Julianne Nicholson, Jean Smart, uh, Anjuri Rice, I hope I'm saying that right, Evan Peters, Sosie Bacon, David Din- Dinman, Neil Huff, James McCardle, Guy Pierce, Kaylee Spaney, John Douglas Thompson, and Joe Tippett in supporting roles. So really, really um, big cast. It's a slice of life drama. It incorporates suspense and action as well. She's a former basketball star and a divorcee who's adjusting to living with her overbearing mother, conflicts with a friend and former teammate whose daughter is still missing. What? As well, oh my gosh, as the remnants of her son's suicide. Y'all, this show. Oh, no. And it got 16 Emmy nominations. Of course. Yeah. Wow. It was very, very good. Next up for me is Those Who Wish Me Dead 2021. (laughs) That title, though, Those Who Wish Me Dead. (laughs) We're Those Who Wish Me Dead. Forget you. No, (laughs) yeah, seriously. To all the people who wish me dead. <laughs> so. It's definitely giving reasons. It is. Like, what? Directed by Taylor Sheridan, this film made $23.4 million worldwide, a rating of 63% on Rotten Tomatoes, 76% of Google users enjoyed it. So the synopsis is still reeling from the loss of 
Three Lives, Hannah is a smoke jumper who's perched in a watchtower high above the Montana wilderness. She soon encounters Connor, a skittish boy who's bloodied, traumatized, and on the run in a remote forest. So as Hannah tries to bring him to safety, she's unaware of the real dangers that follows. Two relentless killers hunting Connor in a fiery blaze consuming everything in its path. Angelina Jolie stars as Hannah. She makes a triumphant return to the action movie circuit. You know, you got Tomb Raider in here, y'all. Mm-hmm. What else? What else do you get? She's Lara Croft, Tomb Raider. <laughs> it's loud, it's violent, it's crazy. And Tyler Perry's in it. <laughs> random. Just random. So I would watch it. <laughs> I did watch it. <laughs> I thought it was really oh, good. Well. It's loud, violent, and crazy. It's like my favorite things. <laughs> Loud, violent, and crazy. crazy. That's it. Are you oh. loud, violent, and crazy? <laughs> not even. Not even. But I love it in a movie. All they're missing was a, a song and dance number. Oh my gosh! A loud, violent, and crazy musical. Musical. Okay. Next project. We must. We must curate. <laughs> that's it. That's all. Oh my gosh. Oh man. So that's that one. We have Anna, 2019, directed and written by Luke Besson. It's available on Amazon Prime and made three, $31.6 million at the box office against a $30 million budget, so kind of broke even there. 33% on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> oh, my God. I no wonder Google. they broke even and didn't profit much. Oh, yeah. 80% of Google users enjoyed it. Google is so nice. I don't know who's. <laughs> I they think there's a more like open-minded group yeah. of like people who take thumbs up or thumbs down. Like you know, overall, yes. I think that <laughs> I think maybe they're more I don't know forgiving, how to have more grace. Yeah, something because I'm like that is such a huge difference in numbers. But beneath a Russian woman's striking beauty lies a hidden secret that will unleash her indelible strength and skill and lead her to become one of the most feared assassins on the planet. She is an assassin disguised as a supermodel. Oh, no. Very, very fun. (laughs) She's like a Russian spy, but she's a supermodel and an assassin. It's it's very cool. It's sleek, you know. Um, Yeah, I enjoyed it. I thought it was pretty cool. Cillian Murphy's in it. It was entertaining. It was fun. Um, Ava, 2020, directed by Tate Taylor, is available on Netflix, and it's just like Anna. Similar name, too. I think it's funny because it's literally kind of the same movie, only she's not a model. But it had a budget of $3.3 million. This movie was also dragged, but it got 16% on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, yeah. my gosh. Yeah, so, yeah, it, it did a, a, a little worse, you know. But 70% of Google users enjoyed it. I'm aside with them. I thought it was fun. So an assassin named Ava, played by Jessica Chastain, becomes marked for death by her own Black Ops organization after questioning orders and breaking protocol. I mean, I thought it was fun. I thought it was sleek. But, you know, I personally think they were kind of rough with it, you know, but the same with um, Anna. So, you know, but I, I liked it. I mean, if you Google Ava, the first thing that comes up is Ava DuVernay. I just thought that was funny. Like I saw it on Chelsea's list and I was like, Ava DuVernay has a movie about yeah, a movie about her being an assassin disguised as a director. Disguised <laughs> as a director. Oh my god. I mean, she could be, she's killing the game. Look, she is. I'm Love just kidding. But <laughs> who knows? Sasha Luce is who played Anna, and then so you got Ava 
which is Jessica Chastain. But anyway, I thought it was interesting. John Malkovich is in this one with Gina Davis, Colin Farrell. It's a in common, the actor, rapper, wow. actor. Wow. He rounded out the cast. So, you know. Wow. Interesting. You know, I've got to throw in one there for star power. Exactly. For wow. sure. But Common did the song Glory with Selma, which brings Ava back again, which makes me think it's a conspiracy. Wow. I love that connection. Oh, my God. It would be so funny if that's what it was. Um, So those are my picks this week. Taji, let me know what yours are. So fun. I think y'all are sick of me mentioning it, but I'm going to just start off and say, let's reference our faves from the past. I have to continuously shout out Columbiana, because I feel like Zoe Saldana did a beautiful, beautiful job as Catalia. And um, I simply just love Amanda Stenberg. <laughs> and uh, speaking of which, we're going to mention her in a minute, but also, you know, I got to go with my fave, Hannah, which also started off as a movie and was adapted into a series, which is on Amazon Prime. I believe that there's a third season coming, I think. And I'm so um, this is my favorite, like, you know, female action um, centered uh, film slash, I guess, TV show as well now um, of all time, um, previously reviewed as well. And I just think that the characters are super dynamic um, in this, um, especially the lead, of course. And so I think I kind of look at other female centered narratives through the lens of this movie, which is kind of bad. But I think that it's superior and everybody must watch. If you haven't already um, on Amazon Prime, you can find the series and then you can find the fine. Um, Columbiana is also available on Amazon Prime Video. Um, but speaking of Amanda Stemper, I think that we need to um, give some more flowers to The Hunger Games because I think the hold that it had over me in 2012... <laughs> the hold that the Hunger Games had over me. Like Jennifer Lawrence was my girl. Like I had a freaking Mockingjay pin from Walmart. Like it was the series. Oh, I love that. I was, I was invested. Crazy. I had this stack of DVD. I was a met. Like my mom was like, what is this? And I think that I didn't realize how much of my younger self, realizing now as a young adult, like how much I love female-centered action films, seeing women in a powerful stance and like just going after something, you know, like my gosh, her sacrificing herself for her sister. Like, you know, I'm the oldest sibling. I'm big sister to like three other um, munchkins. <laughs> so I'm like, you know, just seeing myself, I guess, in her and like being able to see Amanda again as a as a um, young girl, um, <laughs> unfortunate what happened at the end. But um, this film was just so revolutionary, so refreshing. And once again, these stories, these plot lines are super unique. Um, and I feel like they're just amazing. And you have um, uh, Liam in there, you got Josh Hutcherson. So, you know, um, great, great cast. And I feel like it was just a, an amazing story and just keeps you on the edge of your, your seat. Um, but also just in a new, new light, um, more recently, uh, want to highlight and give flowers to Taraji P. Henson because I feel like she's always killing it and is one of my favorite actresses, but um, Proud Mary, which didn't get 5% on Rotten Tomatoes, so not as bad as our previous selections. Hmm, but that's true. That's true. One of them. 
but 83% of Google users like this movie and five out of 10 on IMDb. So it didn't really get as much press, but that trailer messed me up. And I was like, this, this movie, we, we must watch, but um, they had a 14 to $30 million budget and did 21.8 million at the box office. So, eh, but um, basically she's a professional assassin as well, who um, works for a ruthless gangster um, who heads an organized crime family in Boston and her life gets completely turned around when she crosses paths with a 12-year-old boy named Danny during her latest hit. Mary's desire to save Danny from the streets and a sadistic drug dealer soon causes an all-out turf war that forces her to do what she does best and take down whoever stands in her way. And the trailer is super, I feel like, encapsulating of that. And I feel like it kind of is giving me the modern version of Shaft, a little bit like the female Shaft, kind of like vibe um but i i really love seeing especially black women in such a powerful stance i loved seeing you know movies like widows like i love i love seeing that, that. so good oh man so good i love seeing it i love I it love, uh, women kicking butt i love it like widows I and love it. atomic blonde the old guard okay like oh my gosh please we have to we have to put them on a pedestal but also i mean this is also on amazon prime and apple tv as well so feel free to watch that um and you also have once again with the unique plot lines you got million dollar baby 2004 american sports drama which showing a woman in a you know as a boxer um, which is on netflix got 90 percent on rotten tomatoes 92 percent on google and um you know frankie dunn <laughs> is a veteran Los Angeles boxing trainer who keeps almost everyone at arm's length except his old friend and associate, Eddie Scrap Iron, played by Morgan Freeman. Um, And when Maggie Fitzgerald, played by Hilary Swank, arrives in Frankie's gym seeking his expertise, he is reluctant to train the young woman, a transplant from working class Missouri. Eventually he relents and the two form a close bond uh, that will eventually change them both. And so I feel like that's just super cool to be able to, you know, this woman's like, I need, I want to be trained by you. You know, Mm -hmm. I need your expertise and like going after what you want. And like, you know, the automatic reaction for men is to be like, no, (laughs) like young girl wants to do something that it can be perceived as masculine, you know? So that type of thing, they had a 216.8 million at the box office. Um, Also was directed by Clint Eastwood as well. Um, and it's, like I said, it's on Netflix. It's also on HBO Max. Um, I think that it's definitely, um, it's definitely, I think, refreshing. And, and you definitely need to see women in these types of roles um, because otherwise, you know, that representation, you ain't going to see yourself. You know, it's probably a little girl who's like, I want to be a boxer now, just simply off of seeing that movie. So you never know. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, also we got to circle back around to Angelina Jolie with Salt. Come on now, 2010. Um, why did they get a 61% on Rotten Tomatoes? I don't really know. Oh, they hating. I don't get okay. it. 2% of Google users like this movie, which, eh, better. Um, but when Evelyn Salt uh, became a CIA officer, she swore an oath to duty, honor, and country. But when a defector accuses her of being a Russian spy, Salt's oath is put to the test. So now a fugitive, Salt must use every skill gained from years of training and experience to evade capture. But the more she tries to prove her innocence, the more guilty she seems. So um, I think it's just, you know, cool to just see women kick ass and like, 
just be able to, I don't know, like be in such a strong role. I think we only, you know, see men be able to be like, okay, I'm the superhero. I'm the savior. I'm strong. I'm, you know, worthy. I'm resilient. Like we want to see women, you know, struggle, get back up, you know, and just be really strong characters. So I'm glad that they, you know, have these, um, we have these to pick from and it did great, had a $110 million budget and did two, um, 293.5 at the box office um, and was nominated and won several awards as well. Um, and so I'm just, I'm, I'm like, this is amazing. So um, I think that, uh, you know, it's, it's great because also this movie was originally written with a male protagonist, um, which was supposed to be Tom Cruise. Um, but it, the script was ultimately rewritten uh, for Angelina. So, you know, it's up to these writers, you know, get uncomfortable, write refreshing stories, change the character, change the character's, you know, um, gender orientation, like ch- change the character's ethnicity, like just do it, you know? <laughs> like there's no there's no thing that says, okay, this character has to be a man because it's an assassin. No, like this is not attached to gender. Like just go ahead and change it up a little bit. So it's as simple as backspace, you know what I'm saying? So feel free to do that, writers. Um, and also us, we got to write our own stories as well. We need to, that's true. Because I think they, yeah. they do always like, okay, I love John Wick, right? Okay, we love Jason Bourne. Love. Like yeah. at the same time, like it's okay to have women in that role. Like I'm excited to see Zendaya bring it in Dune. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited. Yeah, we'll definitely be highlighting some movies that are coming out because I know HBO Max is doing a different rollout because of theaters, so it'll be like same. Yeah, it's different. So HBO Max, we can talk about that. I know that's October 22nd, I think, but there's too many where it's like, I think it's essential because women are tough. We go through a lot. We go to work, you know, when we're menstruating and everything else. Yeah. (laughs) Under the sun. So it's like, come on. We got to go through a lot. Yeah. We do. We do. No, definitely necessary we have to we have to highlight these stories and you know get this representation out there because you know that's how I started to get even get into like looking at film and tv is like seeing you know young girls who like look like me in lead roles that like it's simple math and it seems like it's kind of shallow like people are like oh like why do you need to see someone exactly like you to know that it's possible and I think it's like it's not about thinking that it's completely impossible, but you don't know that it's a possibility if you don't right. see yourself, I think. And I think it makes it even more real. I think it's further confirmation, not that it's end all be all, but it's so helpful to see yourself reflected in those like narratives. And I just think it's beautiful. You can see the impact that it has on like young girls, even toddlers, like them looking at the TV and like, oh my gosh, she has hair like me. Well, like, exactly. exactly. It's culturally you need it. You need, yeah. you know, it's, and it's, it's, necessary. it's not about the talent or the ability, but it's like culturally you need to do that. And you have to have that. I think I was seeing something um, recently, actually today, and um, Viola Davis, I believe, put on her Instagram and it was um, Denzel. And they were like, why do you feel like you needed, you know, someone of color to direct uh, this product? I believe they were talking about Fences. And oh, I was like, if they're talking about Fences? Oh. Right. And he was like, well, you know, Spielberg um did um you know can do like Schindler's List or whatnot Martin Scorsese Goodfellas and Martin Scorsese could do Schindler's List you know Spielberg could do Goodfellas but at the same time it's a cultural thing it's Mm -hmm. like someone of color will know anyone could direct the scene of someone using a hot comb 
but um, someone of culture from the culture will understand what it was like smelling it on Sunday morning. Mm-hmm. Oh, I got to go get my hair done for church or mm-hmm. oh, you know what I mean? Things like that. And I feel yeah. like it's important. That's what I mean by it's a necessity to see that, you know? Yeah. I got to that conclusion after I was like, why would they ask that? Why do you think? <laughs> like, anyway. Um. <laughs> Look, a whole, a whole nother episode. No, but <laughs> no, that's so, that's so good. Denzel is so wise. I love hearing his words of wisdom. That's amazing. Yeah. I love that. That was, yeah, it was awesome. I had fun this week. My goodness. This was, this was a fun episode. This was fun today. Thank you all for listening. Next week is another special Stop and for gas. so fun (laughs) we're gonna talk about movies that focus on picking up and leaving everybody does it sometimes you may have to do a shift there's a you know and it's for the better you know and and you know stopping for gas that's what we're gonna do (laughs) i feel like we're stopping for gas right now because we're about to pick up you know what i'm saying (laughs) we you know but before we leave we're gonna talk about this um so these films are sure to get you in your feels Follow us on social media to stay updated on this podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Shea Butter Pop, Instagram at Shea Butter Pop Porn, or follow us individually. Follow me at Chelsea J Music on Twitter or Instagram. And you can follow your girl at Tajana Tweets on Twitter or Tajana Okikuku on Instagram. Yes. Let us know what you thought about this. What's your favorite about picking movies with women? Or, you know, what's your favorite, you know, film about picking up and leaving? Yeah. Yeah. All righty. Well, you will hear from us next week. All right. Hear from me next week. Bye.